Welcome everybody to Been There, Watch That, your favorite movie reviewers. Myself, Justin, I'm here with Joe and Dave, and you want to go back in our archives, look at the ratings we gave to some other films we've reviewed in the past. We're up to 49 now, closing on 50. Dave's pick next week will be 50. He's going to hit some uh, big uh, out of the park on this one for being 50. Just get a been don't there, watch don't that you dog. worry, boys. <laughs> yeah. Thenthereywatchthat.com. What have I ever let you down? Come on now. I just hit home runs and every once in a while grand slams. Yeah, let let the burnt popcorn flow. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at BTWTPod. And this week is my pick. The Tinder Swindler from 2022. Netflix original. Yeah, this is this is a little different uh, avenue than what we've been in the group here lately. So, with it being a documentary, it's kind of today's episode's gonna be a little bit different than what yeah. we have been. Yeah, it's a little harder to do the cast, like the <laughs> plot. Really, I mean, you can kind of give plot, but yeah, it uh, a lot of it is interviewing um, the people who had been uh, conned through Tinder. When I first heard about Tinder, I'm just thinking. I don't know. I was just, I wasn't able to picture how somebody could be swindled or tricked on Tinder. But then it, it shows. You. That's I didn't understand that either. Like you swipe left, swipe right. Which I mean, I think it's more just because it's a flashy name. Right. I mean that's how they met, but you know people get swindled all the time meeting wherever. Well, see when I heard it, I when it said the Tinder swindler. Uh, do you want me to give the quick synopsis of the? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. sorry. Go ahead, Joe. So, it's a, the Tinder Swindler is a group of women who were victims of a dating app-based swindler joined together in an attempt to hunt him down and recover the millions of dollars that were stolen from them. So, when I first heard that, and just when you first uh, told me about it, I thought it was like one of those internet scams, like it was all through chat, and they never met the person in real life. Right, and, and, like- People that meet someone online and end up sending them money yeah. without ever meeting them. Yeah, because yeah, literally I saw a news story the other night, and I kind of felt sorry for the woman, and I'm like, at the same time going, really, you really believe that? Of all people, uh, this woman said that she'd supposedly gotten this text from uh, this person claimed to be George Strait, and he needed money. Well, and she loved him and loved his music, so she was so she sent him money. I'm like, so, Really? A hustler born every day. It's yeah, going on constantly. Yeah, so when you when you pitch the movie, I'm like, okay, so these women actually fell for this dumb idea of, but then but we find out within what is it, Justin? Probably the first five ten minutes that they actually meet the guy in person. When I found that out, I'm like, whoa, this right. is this is different. This isn't what I was expecting. Yeah, and in some ways, yeah, you kind of got to shake your head at. Man, I can't believe somebody would hand over, like, go out and take out multiple loans and hand over tens of thousands of dollars to somebody. But then you see how he operates, and he's got this whole uh, fake persona of being basically a billionaire. That I got to take beef with that, though. He, uh, he's able to kind of pull people in and make them believe he's in this other world of, like, high. Um, I'm taking a stance on this issue alone. Somebody that's a billionaire. First of all, how many billionaires or billionaire sons are on Tinder? Uh, I mean, just the risk is so high. That's that's kind of like an actor or an actress being on Tinder. True. I mean, what are the odds of? Oh, I don't throw somebody out there. Um, Brad Pitt. 
Well, Brad Pitt's kind of older. Let's the, go younger. The, the Kardashians? No, they're kind of famous. Who's a new up-and-coming actress or actor? Somebody in the Marvel series. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I don't know any. That's why I'm, I'm okay. asking you to. Like, name one of the newer people in the Marvel series or something. Oh jeez! You know that's kind of famous, but not necessarily. Yeah, they're still getting not a Brad Pitt, but right, you know what I mean. Right, like they're, uh, still, they're, they're still cutting their teeth. Uh, I don't know what's not Brie Larson. She's pretty famous now, but somebody that's kind of like at that cusp. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That would be like one of them going on Tinder, saying, "Boy, I just can't find a date, so I got to rely on this app right. to help me." But but to be fair, he didn't. Com, you know, he didn't post, hey, I'm the son of a billionaire. They uh, his pictures were all like lavish pictures, though. Right, but... And as soon as you Google him, there he is. Right, so... I'm just saying, like, let's go with, uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll use Brad Pitt as the example. Does Brad Pitt really have to go on Tinder to get a date? I mean, isn't he, like, walking around in the Hollywood circle and with other famous people and yeah, but beautiful people? And, and my point is, the, the heir of a diamond business... Is going to be dating a supermodel, but here, here's the, here's the the flip on that. Brad okay. Pitt, Brad Pitt is a household name. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows what he looks like. Until they posted the picture of the real family, did you have one any idea what the name of the diamond moguls were? And two, would you have noticed him if any of them walked in the door right now? Well, but my point is, is the heir to a diamond business? You know, diamonds are, you know, a billionaire going to roll the dice on a Tinder date? Maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but. you got to think, as soon as someone, you know, it's the same thing. And the women said that. They were like, hey, oh, my gosh, this guy has a slavish lifestyle. I Googled him. He's a diamond prince. And, right. You it know, did seem like even they were. Why crazy. does he want need me in his life? You know, and this is, here's the real point. None of them were supermodels. I'm not saying they weren't pretty or beautiful. I'm just saying they didn't, they lived an average life. Yeah, they were just average people like and us. Yeah, and there's, I wouldn't even say like us. They might be better off than I am. Uh, okay, one so, of them is an well, IT hold, consultant. Time out, time out. So being half a million dollars in debt is better than well, I mean, where you're at? I'm saying when they started. Okay. I'll, you know I'll, what I'll I mean? buy that. that. Like one is an IT consultant. I think she made pretty decent money. Yeah. So Yeah, maybe that's part of it. They're kind of on the outside looking in, and maybe they weren't the types who were usually And she that. kept saying, I can't believe this is happening to me. I can't believe this happened to right. me. You know, I just met this guy for one little coffee, and then I'm packing my bags to go to wherever whatever that first job was yeah you know and i'm just like you got to be a moron to think that the prince of diamonds is just gonna come snatch you up like cinderella yeah and say "Ooh, you know just what i was looking for an average person with an average job that you know has never lived this lifestyle it must just be right. must just be in the stars yeah that, okay. uh but okay, and well, that's how it starts out. With I mean, uh, they, they're showing clips of Beauty and the Beast, and that, yeah, that girl, and she's saying that story, and I'm just got, like, how? She got that twinkle in her eye, but how? when she was a little girl, like that's what she was like obsessed with. Uh, these love stories. Okay, Prince William and Kate Middleton. Need I say more? Who? Uh, Kate Middleton and and Prince uh, William. Yeah. Well, where did she come from, though? I don't know anything about her. Da, da, da. So I'm going. I'm going. Well, yeah, and then that the first girl too. She's it's showing kind of reenactments of her text messages to her friend. Basically, she's I'm going on a private jet today, and people are like, uh, "Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's back sketchy. up." Kate Middleton was estimated to be worth one million when she lived in an apartment owned by her parents with her sister. 
But she wasn't somebody famous. No, but she had a million bucks. Right, but but see, that kind of falls in line with this. This lady did not have a million bucks. Well, no, she didn't have a million bucks, but like, she just kind of got swept up into this life of, lo- of royalty out of nowhere. Well, I think, uh, I mean, that's that's been the public response. Is probably eighty percent of people are saying, "Wow, they this is kind of dumb on their part." Yeah, right. Blaming the victim, quote-unquote, that see, other and, people have, have trouble with. And uh, Prince William and uh, Kate met in college, too. Okay. So it's kind of a little different situation. Well, a hugely different situation, though. But what are the odds of, okay, I... A billionaire uh-uh. prince being on Tinder and wanting to go out with a commoner? Well, no. Yeah, hey, pretty slim. Well, okay, so what are the odds of you going to college and... And falling in love with someone of royalty and winding up getting married. If you went to Brown, you could have met Emma Watson. Okay. But, okay, so, okay, another, uh, another. Well, what's that's the my of point. You going to Brown at the same time and. Well, no, and I'm just. You're right, but I'm just saying. Into Emma Watson and, what's and, the chance of me meeting Emma Watson on Tinder? You're saying they should have been a little more... Oh, yeah. There should have been red flags all over the place. But he's like... Why is this... And he's a handsome devil. He's wooing them, though, big time. Yeah, yeah, of course he is. It's a scam. That's what you do when you scam somebody. I'm just saying... Making them feel special. I was skeptical right off the bat. I was Mm -hmm. like, come on now. A billionaire, you know, playboy, with the heir, heir to this diamond company is on Tinder and interested in, you know, an IT consultant in Norway that's, you know... And I I don't want to be mean, but, you know, she's average-looking. Them on camera versus, like, some of their pictures on Tinder, I think, you know, did up and all that. I mean, definitely... Yeah, I mean, she's... The the first one's a great-looking girl. I'm not slamming her looks in any means, but, I mean, she's not a supermodel. She doesn't run a lavish lifestyle. She doesn't run in no circles. Correct. I mean... And what kind of, she's kind other of than like opposite of what, yeah, the atypical oh, yeah. in that type of situation. And you see be. him later on in the movie hanging out with a model. Yeah, you know the second lady's hanging out with him while he's hanging out with this supermodel, which I don't understand at all. Yeah, how are you not a third wheel in that deal? Exactly. And what? Uh, okay, so I think at, at that point it has to be money blinding him because if the, he was just an average guy doing that well the second lady got the benefits of living his lifestyle for a little while exactly as a friend right but you know this is supposedly her boyfriend he's sitting there making out with his other woman and and you know well, all lady. over her and she's sitting there watching i'm like okay if he didn't have money yeah the that would last about 10 lady, seconds they weren't dating though the second one yeah they They're weren't dating friends. they were just friends okay now they went on a date, but then they ended up just yeah. being friends. And he offered to take her with him on a couple of outings across Europe. And she's like, "Heck yeah, a free trip to Europe, why not?" But still, wouldn't that seem weird though? You're that's. I mean, I agree. I agree with you. So that, I mean, there's I was some kind of level of creepy weirdness going on. I mean, maybe it's because I've never lived this extravagant lifestyle to understand as like it's normal to have like just you know. 30 women sitting around you and, and you can just take your pick whichever one you want out of the 30 I, I, I guess I don't know but it, to, to me it just seemed weird like so this guy invites you out to a night of partying and basically just kind of just sits you off the side for this other woman I just I don't get it oh yeah <sighs> I so 
I wonder how he ever got this ball rolling because he oh. had he had to have at some point come up with enough money to start creating the illusion at least. And that the whole thing is just keeping the ball in the air when it's by constantly keeping. Well, they, they used not to have a con going with new people, but how he how he got started, I'm curious. Yeah, because because we find out later that he's done this for years, and he actually did jail time in 2015 for something very similar to that, which all that did was buy him time to figure out this scam. Mm-hmm. So here here's one, something I picked up on, and I, I want to see if you guys picked up on this. Justin, do you remember? I know you remember. Uh, it was your pick, The Push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you notice any similarities between The Push and this? That's a good point. I mean, it was obvious. Well, you had to look. I mean, it, when I when I say it, you'll you'll realize. I don't know. I'm not seeing the connection. Okay. Do I have to educate? He did it in increments. Think about it. Mm-hmm. On the push, that he asked him, "Hey, could you help? You know, fifty bucks." It was something small. And then as the night progressed, it was, "Hey, let's put the flags in the." meat sausage balls instead of veggie sausage balls. Hey, can you can you call this guy? Can you do this? And and gradually mm-hmm. it increased to the point where they was hauling a dead body off. Here, hey, I need a thousand dollars. Okay, no problem. And he pays her back. Hey, I need five thousand dollars. Well yeah, he was good the last time on. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's five thousand. He just gradually increased the amount to quarter million dollars Done and done. See ya. Yeah, that was I was like, oh, so yeah, yeah. It. I mean, all scam artists kind of fall into the same routine. Yeah, that's what works. Yeah, but it's like, oh man, that's that, that's what he did. Yeah, able to trick her into thinking he's a billionaire. Then she's like, well, of course a billionaire is going to pay pay me back ten grand. Like, who cares? Right. So, but he's not. So. But it well the whole thing is just based off of uh lies <laughs> spending like crazy on crazy things and then doing like videos and pictures of it to where people think that that's real when it's just like yeah he uses the same 50,000 at a time spent like you have billions when you only have 50,000 yeah so what happens is he lures these women in and has quote unquote relationships with them cuz they think it's a relationship and he knows he just trying to get milk what he can financially and it's always the same story as the relationship progresses it's always the same story and it's always the same the exact same pictures and videos because he always tells these women that uh, these uh, diamond smugglers are after him and his family and there's some bad there's some bad uh, business deals involved so he's always got to watch his back and and I think because we find out later that uh, when the first lady sends uh, reports this to the news, to the news uh, news media, that they had to start investigate it. And as he's at dinner with the second lady, they come outside and he catches those new reporters hiding out, taking pictures of him. As he throws her in the car and they take off. And he goes, "This is you know they're after me, they're after me," and I'm going. Yeah. Maybe that's what really is after you. There are people after you. It's mm-hmm. legit, but it's not because these are bad dealings with business people. These are like the police and the news media and all that. Yeah, yeah. The journalists you. have figured out there's yeah. something here. Yeah. 
And, and that's what's really after you. It's not these bad diamond smugglers because they don't exist in your world. And, well, in reality, because you're not who you say you are. So maybe it is the police and the journalists after you. So I have a question that doesn't deal with any of that stuff. Rotten Tomatoes and the IMBD score, does that still count since it's a documentary? Like, is that a fair comparison to, like, a real movie? I'm, call, I'm saying real movie, but in a movie that's like, you know. In, a ta- in an entertainment movie. <clears throat> yeah. Does that still count? I don't see why not. Because this had 96% on Rotten Tomatoes and 7.2 on the IMDb. Yeah, okay, so I looked that up last night, and what I'm shocked about and don't understand is I don't know how you have to rate it to get it, this rating, but it has 96% on Rotten Tomatoes on the tomato meter, mm-hmm. but it's not certified fresh. I don't get how... Well, I mean, documentary is what it is. It's not like you can... Yeah, but, I mean, th- with that many people giving it such high praise... Yeah. It's uh, weird. Like I don't know. That's I was just thinking that through, and it, it seems weird to kind of try to compare that or use those ratings as real ratings or accurate ratings. Because it's not like you can swap out the actors. You know what I mean? The people are the people. So you couldn't you make a, it better or worse, necessarily. You do a documentary that... Is well paced and well put together and all that, or a documentary that kind of drags on too much and is uh, like rated. What's the like one about the room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about the room that Justin made us watch. No, that wasn't a documentary though. Oh, uh, was close to it. <laughs> that was no, yeah, it was a documentary on how not to make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how to get certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. You have to have a consistent tomato meter score of 75% or higher, at least five reviews from top critics. Films uh, in wide release have, must have a minimum of 80 reviews. Films in limited release must have a minimum of 40 reviews. I so wonder, that, does this have uh, That's why. Okay. Does this have, like, a budget and stuff? Uh, it should. Let me, let me pull that up. I'm just saying... Justin could pull this off. I'm not pretty enough, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Hey, uh, Justin, hey. Justin, you could pull this off. You could con some people. Yeah. You willing to try it for the name get, uh, of science? Get a pyramid scheme going? Sure. No, it's a triangle of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, well, instead of Justin putting his own neck out on the line, yeah. why don't we use that website you showed me? Was it thesepeopledontexist.com or something like that, where yeah. it just randomly generates a picture of a person that does not exist? Oh, Justin, here yeah. you go. So we just went from movie reviews to conning people. How much did he con? That we know out of these three? What did it say at the end, Justin? I, I don't remember what it was like. It was like millions. Ten, worth. ten million. Yeah, total. Ten million. Total. Oh my god! Yeah, because once the the journalist broke the story, like they was starting getting flooded and inundated with people go like, "Hey, I know that guy. Hey, I know that guy. He was, he told me he was this, and he told me he was that." Like, so basically, what we find out at the end of the movie, it's like he's done this is like a worldwide scheme that he's pulled. Yeah, so, they reveal later, like, you know, you see all these little uh, voice messages that. The girl in the beginning is like, it's so sweet. He would send this in the morning, like, you know, good morning and all this stuff. Then you find out later he's just taking, like, one recording of saying, like, good morning, baby, and sending it to, like, yeah, multiple five, people. ten different people. Yeah. So it says he's walking free and pursuing a Hollywood career. Well, he can't. Well, he, he's stuck in Israel, though, yeah. right? Yeah, he want, so he, he gets caught, 
and they threw him in jail in Israel. And what was the sentence on that, Justin? He was supposed to serve? Fifteen months, I think. Yeah, served five. Got he out. wound up serving <clears throat> five. And, and and I found this interesting. He told me before the show, I didn't know this, but so tell the masses why he only got five months out of 15. Uh, yeah, what I heard was that Israel did not want their prisons packed with nonviolent people when COVID came around. So basically anybody who hadn't done a serious, serious crime Got out. Yeah, so so got COVID, out COVID gave him a free pass. Yeah. So basically, he's stuck in Israel at this point because every other country is just wanting. They're not willing to spend the money to go get him, but if he'll come to them, they're going to nail him. So even even in New York City, there was there was little clips of people at the end that hey, yeah he scammed me out of this or he told me he was this he told me he was that. And there was one guy said he was in New York City and he told and uh, Simon told him that he was the son of this. Uh, high up Jewish rabbi and they actually had had Simon live with him for a while and, and babysit their kids and all oh, this wow. and, and then he told one other person like he was a pilot and had pictures of himself in the in the pilot seat and then somebody he told told somebody else he told somebody else that he was like an undercover agent as a, a pilot and uh, he just oh yeah he's feeding of, some stories out there yeah now his real name is Shimon I don't know how to say that. Anyway, but uh, and he's apparently being sued by the um, the real diamond people. Yeah, Laviv. Yeah, the real Laviv family. So we shall see, and that's as of March first, was just about twenty days ago, <clears throat> and they will file a monetary suit against Simon and any other affiliate that would work with him, including websites. Yeah, because what's crazy it is. is yeah, they say anyone that would try to capitalize on this scheme will be sued. Well, and, and I mean, this is just a wild ride. This basic, this movie is almost a two-parter. Oh, yeah. Because the first part is you meet these two women, and they tell you their whole story, and they tell you that how they finally figure it out, and they just cut all ties with him. And then all of a sudden, boom, his third girl shows up out of the middle of nowhere. So we find out that her part in all of it and it's just it's an extreme wild ride okay so here's my thing so the the diamond guy the real diamond guy yeah has a daughter do you think she's on tinder no all right then am i right or wrong or do you know oh i don't know i don't have tinder justin do you think the bodyguard was in on it justin yeah he is he still works for him yeah okay that was one of the things i was trying i i I started talking. I couldn't remember where I was going with it. Because he's suing Netflix for defamation by the documentary implying that he was part of the scheme. How could he not be? Well, he works for him, but, I mean, as far as he knows, maybe he is rich and famous. And so did he put fake blood on his head, or did he actually get... I think no, I think, I think somebody figured him out and just beat the thunder out of him. But they kept using that... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he did get beat up one time and then... Yeah, they just kept using that for... He took that picture and kept using it over and over. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So Yeah, the bodyguard's claiming, I had nothing to do with this. I was just hired as a bodyguard. I'm not part of this. Bull. Bull. So, the first lady, when she goes on her first date with Simon, we find out, or she she sees... She goes on this date and has, they go on this airplane ride and they have his daughter, or his supposed daughter, 
and the daughter's mother. After she finds out she's been conned, she starts searching, researching all this and finds that the woman she met on the airplane was one of the women that he had scammed in 2015 that, that had helped put him in jail to begin with. Yeah, that's crazy. I was like... So I, I, <laughs> and I go back to the first girl. I'm going to call her a girl. Because she's like, oh, this is a favor, this first date, I'm going to jump on a private jet. Oh, your baby mama and your baby's going with us? What a fantastic first date. Red flags! Red flags! Yes. Red flags! <laughs> uh, how can you be, have a romantic first date when your baby mama and baby's with you? Yeah. And she spun it into a positive. She's like, she and I were talking and she spoke so highly of him. And yeah. The fact that he still supports her and. Because she's getting kid. to fly on vacation with some poor girl's money. Yeah. Ugh. I just, I, I don't know. I I want to know how... I mean, I felt bad for him being swindled, but I'm almost like, this. you just, you got to know better. Well, Cena was watching with me, and, and she goes, she said, I don't know if it's because we grew up in West Virginia or what, but she said, how did they not figure this out? She said, there's too many red flags. Like, every time he asks for money, he's like, I need money, I need cash, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking... Well, if your credit card was maxed out, I didn't know a billionaire would have a credit card that would max out. It would almost be like, here, here's unlimited credit. Oh, yeah. Well, part of it was he would claim that I can't use this card because there's, you know, <laughs> my enemies are out there and they're Yeah, they're looking me. for you and tracking you. So I need you. a card that's untraceable. Yeah, the, the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So back to before, um, the daughter of the real Diamond King is married to American Greg Sofiev. And they have four kids, and her husband currently works with her as the CEO of LLD Diamonds. He was once the president of GSD Diamonds. So, he's another high-profile guy. I just... So, they kind of met through work. Okay. See what I mean? Yeah. He's another high-profile guy. I'm, I'm almost willing to bet he, he neither did, one of those two are on Tinder. So I'll say what you're saying is he didn't swipe right on her. Yeah. I got a little bit of a kick out of um, the three victims featured in this documentary. They have a GoFundMe. And I was just picturing, like, if I got involved with some lady and uh, she swindled me for $1,000 and then I came to you guys and was like, can you guys help me? But, uh, <laughs> I'm starting a GoFundMe. You know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Joe and Dave, can you... Uh, Throw me some money because I got swindled. Yeah, I, I'll asking give, other people to like help you pay back. Hey, pay back your debts. <laughs> yeah. I see that stuff going even locally. It's just like, are you are you serious? Like, you you made a bad investment, or you can't manage your own money, so you're wanting me to pay? <laughs> yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I just hold on. So here, one more little tidbit about the Diamond Heiress. So she's hanging out with Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump. 2015 to Matt Gallia party. And then she bought a 104-square-meter condo in Trump Tower for the U.S. $1.42 million. And close friends of Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump. Here's my point. That's the kind of people she's hanging out with. Okay. This guy isn't hanging out with any of those people. Right. So I still red flags out the wazoo. Oh, who's your friends? Let me see some pictures of you with famous people. Yeah. No, don't have any. Just me on a plane sitting in the pilot's chair that may or may not be flying. Right. 
because he did take lessons. Right. You know, oh, this is me just on the beach. This is me on a fancy boat, but nobody famous. And he didn't even Photoshop himself in with people. <laughs> well, that's what I, I, I just, I can't get past how they didn't say, wait a minute, why are you not hanging out with, as we said, Brad Pitt? Why are you not hanging out with, you know, Hollywood superstars or famous politicians or, you know. Yeah. Because somebody in the diamond business, that's who they hang out with. Yeah. Yeah, they run with the who's who. Oh, yeah. You know, and. You know, that's something I. He had I, none of that. That's something I had never even had given a thought to. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when the first girls, you know, they're showing the Beauty and the Beast story and stuff like that. I'm thinking, how do you. Uh, he should be taking it to the Met Gala or to Hollywood a premiere red carpet opening or something like that. Yeah. Not with his baby mama on a private jet to just a hotel. Yeah. Right. An expensive hotel, but just a hotel. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like they're there for an event because he's because he kept saying, "Oh, I got to go here for work, go there for work." Yeah. And then now he's dealing with shady people. Yeah. That's chasing him. I'm just like, yeah, you know. Like meetings. Rich and famous people don't get chased by scoundrels. I have to fly to a different. Part of the globe every day for a meeting. Yeah. It's like meetings, meetings, meetings. Very vague thing you can yeah. try to pretend. Oh, yeah. By the way, I need a hotel room that you got to pay for. We're working on a deal. Meeting. It's almost done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a big meeting with these people, but I need you to pay for the hotel room. Okay, time out. Yeah. Either you can't pay for the hotel room or the people that you're doing business with, they can't, you know. They don't see this coming? They can't, you know, they want you to come to town, but they're not willing to forfeit the money to have you a place to sleep. And he would kind of mess with them by sending uh, a, a check that basically was fake. And they see it and they're like, oh my gosh, he's like paying me back two times over. Right. But then they could <laughs> deposit it. And the bank's like, no. That's one of the weird facts that pops up. Uh, hold on, let me get to it. He started doing this stuff when he was 20. And you mentioned the babysitter. He yeah. stole one of the babysitter checks. Okay, so yeah, he started his fraudulent behavior when he was 20, stealing checks from families he worked for. One family was, he's a babysitter for their four-year-old son, and another wealthy family knew him as a handyman. Mm -hmm. And he used this money that he stole for flying lessons and to buy himself a Porsche. So, he started early at 20. He's 31 now. So yeah, that, before the show, I was kind of wondering... How did he get this thing going? But yeah, if you're doing it for 11 years, mm -hmm. you just slowly build up like yeah enough. I mean, he built a pretty good background. Pictures in front in a private plane, you know, but he, he was like taking flight lessons. followers or something. Like, yeah. What? People just like to follow Dumpster random fires. jet setter <laughs> people that take pictures of Ferraris. I mean, who are these 100,000 people? Yeah. But follow them on uh, Instagram. I guarantee you there's at least one uh, one knucklehead in that group that goes, hey, maybe I can get in on that. I can, some girl's thinking, hey, I can be his next girlfriend and I can, and I can uh, live the lavish life with him and then as soon as the money stops, I'm out and I won't have to pay him a dime. I guarantee you there's one, there's at least one person on that follower's list thinking, <laughs> hey, I, I, I'll just read the benefits and I won't, uh, I won't get I, him anymore. I just want to do the month-long uh, yeah, ride from ride, European yeah. city to European city on someone else, some other poor girl's money. Yeah. And then I'm jumping ship. Exactly. I mean, that you got to think like the model he was with, with the second lady. Was that her deal? She's Pretty like, hey, she I'm going to be your girlfriend. You know, your model girlfriend, but I'm not giving you anything. 
or maybe he, or maybe she was getting swindled too. We don't know. True. The Russian model. Yeah. Model? Yeah. Oh yeah, we never got to hear her. Yeah. Take on it. Yeah, we don't know was she in on it or was she a victim as well. Now the scary part of it is when the first girl, all the pieces of the puzzle are starting to come together, and she just realizes she when he gives her that check to pay back the hundreds of thousands of dollars she gave him that it bounces so he she calls him and calls him out on it and he goes well that's your problem i did my part and i'm going you know what if, if this guy was on the up and up that's just being a jerk oh, and, yeah. I, and i'm being yeah, very yeah. polite with that yeah. yeah i'm trying not to get us uh, in the explicitive category on this yeah. episode it's like that's just being a jerk and then when she calls so she she contemplates suicide which is just, you know, a scary path on its own. Mm-hmm. And then, so, but she decides to start calling the, the credit card company, and the first one she calls is American Express, and she just spills her guts. And they say, okay, just stay where you are, we'll come to you and talk about it. And and my mind goes the exact same place as she says. She goes, so I'm thinking that they're going to bring the police, and I'm getting arrested for identity theft and all this and that. And it's just two guys basically come in, sit down, start talking to her, and they go, do you have a picture of him? She goes, yeah. And she pulls her phone up, sit, takes the picture out, and slides the phone <coughs> across the table. And the guys look at it, look at each other, and going, it's him. Yep. Yeah. He, he and they and they say, well yeah, and they say he's at it again. And she's going, time out, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's this again? <laughs> and that's when it, it just starts all rolling out. That. Then yeah, she even says like. It's messed up because even I still loved him, or I loved the idea. Of, yeah, the idea of him. Yeah. Even though he did this, I still was kind of like wishing it was going to be true. Yeah, and it's like, poor girl, don't you know when to just cut bait and quit fishing and, and go, go uh, somewhere else? So I just looked up an update on her, and she still lives in London. She works as a UX and service designer at a Paraspace Software Development Company. And she's also the founder of Action Reaction, a nonprofit that raises awareness about fraud and aims to create a change in legislation to help victims get proper help, both mental and judicially. Still on Instagram, still friends with the second lady. They went to Greece last summer together for vacation. And according to the documentary, she's single at the moment, but she's back on Tinder and still looking for love. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that was... Like the, the very last line of the movie was yeah. her basically saying, "This is this, this isn't about Tinder necessarily. Like this could happen. Like it's not the app per se that caused all this to happen." Oh yeah, just her being a knucklehead. So she's like, "No, she's, I'm not off Tinder. I'm gonna keep keep on dating on Tinder." I mean, she seems nice, but I just go back to wow. How do you? I just wow. Red flags, red flags. But I mean, people get swindled every day. It's, yeah. So he, she had 200000 in debt. All right, is there any point, you know, my usual question, is there yeah. any point when someone asks you about the tender swindler, any point in your mind where you just say, yep, this is the scene that just moves me? Mm. Or you got to watch this because, and then this is how, you, you know, one scene you just tell them about? Yeah. Okay, okay, you want me to go first? Yeah. The, 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 the scene for me is it's right there towards the end because we haven't even discussed this we've discussed the first two days but we've not even discussed this part the part where we think it's all over with the second girl has just cut all lines and, and this is it he's going to get his finally 
and then boom, his third girl pops up out of nowhere, and then you go on the roller coaster ride with her. That for me, that's that's the key point of the movie is where you think it's over with, and then and bam, yeah. There's oh, wait, a, there's more. Yes, and and like that's the most exciting part. Yeah, and and we'll and I'll I'll wait till we get past this part. I don't want to you know, yeah, get yeah. us off track, but it kind of focuses on the first two girls, the blonde girls, but then yeah, uh, the third lady, had, Aileen. She had thought that she was his girlfriend the entire time, right? Who Aileen? No, the I think third a- girl? no Aileen came in after the after uh, the second girl. Let me. I, we just we just keep referencing their name. No, I, I thought on social media it was going all over Instagram, people saying like showing a picture of him and saying, "Do not be like." Yeah, that's how she found. By this yeah, he person. was. And at that time, she's like, "That's my boyfriend." Like, yeah, he was dating Aileen when the story broke. Mm-hmm. So it was after. It was sometime after the second girl. Let me get her name because I, I feel sorry for these ladies. I'm, we're just sitting well, on them. Cecilia. Cecilia is the first one. Yeah. And then uh, Pernelia yeah. is the second one. Okay. Yeah. So Cecilia and Pernelia. So between Pernelia and Aileen was right. when the was he, uh, Simon, had uh, started dating Aileen before the story broke out and then when the story broke out that's when Aileen found out mm. yeah alright so that'd be weird to be going through Instagram and be like oh hey, that's uh that's, that's my that, that's yeah. my guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's not only up and up what's going on yeah alright so Justin what what was it for you uh for me just a little peek behind the curtains as to how you could possibly get a Ponzi scheme like this going cause uh yeah, going into it, I didn't really know what this was going to be about. Yeah, I was... Yeah, just the concept of being like, oh, wow, okay, that's how you were able to do this this uh, con. Or I'm like, how, how's he going to swindle anybody through Tinder? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, like I said, I thought it was going to be the whole, hey, send me $1,000, I'm a Nigerian mm. prince kind of deal. <laughs> it's like, no, they meet him in real life, and I'm going, wait a minute. Yeah. How how does he pull this off and these ladies just not you know meet him in the back alley and kick the crap out of him? It's a bit of a catch me if you can type character. The way yeah, yeah. Avoiding authorities and I mean, cause yeah, he's always just quick enough to be just just arm's length away out, out of everybody's reach. Yeah. And the purchases, I mean, they're pretty ridiculous, but they're not like I think they were small enough where they're not going to launch every resource and. The department is trying to track this guy down because at the end of the day, he's spending ten thousand a night or something with somebody else's card. It doesn't quite raise to the level of international manhunt for this guy that we have to find. Right, but I well, yeah, it's one of those. If he comes here, we'll take him, but we're not going to go after him. Right. Well, and we talked about this before the podcast. They gave him money willingly. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. I mean, he tricked them, but they said, "Hey, she said, let me get a credit card." You know, Mm -hmm. he asked her, "Can you get a credit card?" She's like, "Yeah, I'll apply for a credit card. I'll mail it to you." You know, she did all that. Yeah, I'll lie for you when the credit card calls. I'm gonna say, "Yeah, that was me making that purchase, even though it wasn't." Yep. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's one of those hard deals where. Yeah, what he did was absolutely wrong. 
But technically, he didn't break any laws because he didn't steal the money. Mm-hmm. He asked them. They could have said no. Yep. And they said, yeah, we'll give it to you. And yeah, he, uh, <laughs> you know. That's kind of genius. I wonder what genius. their parents think. Do you think any of them's dad or moms are like, damn it, I raised you better than this? <laughs> well, the one moved. Uh, moved back in with her mom. Yeah, yeah, Pernilia moved Pernilia. back in with her but mom. But I'm just saying, yeah. you know what I mean? Throughout somewhere in here, one of their parents wasn't like, hold on, time out. You're being a moron. Don't send this joker any money. Yeah. It seems weird because, like, the first one I know, Cecilia was telling her, but, you know, look at my boyfriend and. You know, this is amazing, and, and I'm so lucky. And surely her parents some at some point said, hey. Her friends were saying, this looks sketchy. Like, yeah. who is this guy? Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. don't get kidnapped. And she's like, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I jumped on a plane and flew to wherever the first date, and, you know, of course it's awesome. Yeah, yeah you're right. Her, she did say her friends were warning her. Yeah. Okay, so I've, I have these, I'm looking at these ladies' Instagram accounts, and the way they have their posts made up, I can see why they they don't have their Instagrams looking like they're just as simple living people like uh, they, they pose in the documentary. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, not, I'm not tr- judging, I'm just saying... The way they have their Instagram set up, it makes them look like they're a little more jet-setty. Yeah, so that yeah, I mean, it, it's it's possible. And that's why he pursued them because, uh, you know, I'm looking at Pernilia's uh, account here, and in the court, and like it looks like she travels a lot and all that, and so I mean, it's very, very on the possibility. Of course, now this may be where she's been traveling for work because of all the you know all the mm-hmm. publicity and all that so i mean it's very possible there but yeah i think he, he kind of plants the seed by you know having the one girl go and look for apartments that they're supposedly going to live and move in together and oh yeah in. made an offer so kind of like gets that in her head and then see hold on hold on that's another red flag for me though yeah. he said made an offer nah millionaire diamond people don't make offers they just come in and say yeah i'll pay that or i won't yeah that you know yeah they'll come, come with on a, now they'll come in with a stack of money set on the table and go here it is take it or leave it. yeah i mean that's doing if you have money you do business that way you don't come in and try to lowball somebody because right. what's he going to care you know if you're a multimillionaire, what are you going to care if they knock a couple thousand off or not well even well okay well why oh, do you say, why do you need to lowball? well somebody? let's say let's say you even do try to lowball. you'll have the money right there in your hand yeah or or a means to get it right there instantly yeah. not well we'll have to wait on it. it's like yeah, you know, either yeah, that's either we're I looked at that business or we're going to leave. Yeah, I looked at that and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> made an offer. He sounded like an excited, you know, first time home buyer making an offer on a hundred thousand dollar house. Hey, yeah. I made an offer. We might, you know, we might get it. Yeah, I offered him five thousand below list price. Woo! <laughs> no, that's not how a diamond heiress heir does it. Right? They're like, we're buying this mansion off this person, and that's just how it is. He looked. Uh... Just like mysterious enough and had the accent and stuff to where he was able to kind of sell this diamond oh, thing. He's a handsome like, devil. If, That's what if I'm if saying. One of us trying to do it. Someone from West Virginia wouldn't. It wouldn't. You could pull it off, Justin. Don't don't kid yourself. No way. So he's kind of got that, maybe not a diamond there. How about that, we go with like a car dealership son? That funny accent. He's like, I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah. A car dealership. He's a handsome heir. devil. 
Listen, my parent owns a fourth of a steak and a used car lot. Come on now. <laughs> Let's go cruise this my Toyota Celica. <laughs> my enemies from the other car lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying, Looking for good people Send with bad it. credits after me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be traced. Send me a thousand dollars. I think you God. should try it. Yeah. So I'm, I pulled up the, the ladies' GoFundMe page. How crazy would that be, though? Hold on. Let's back up just a little bit. How okay. crazy would that be if Justin threw it out there and yeah. on Tinder and said, I'm the heir to a used car lot. Yeah. We keep about 20 cars in stock. Yeah. You know. Any choice you want on the lot. <laughs> and I get to test drive whatever I want, willing to take you for a ride. And kind of threw that out there. And then, you know, whatever lady's like, hey, listen, the used car lot down the block is mad at my family and I need to borrow some Jack real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Fix me up. Yeah. Do you think it'd work? Maybe if I were These ladies ignored all the red flags. charming enough, maybe. Well, do you have that? I, you got some charm about I, you, Justin? You know, we maybe. joke and I'm wanting to say, no, that wouldn't work, but I literally started the show with, hey, there was a lady that got a text from supposed George Strait saying he needed $700, so. Wow. I, it's complete. I want to say that's ridiculous, but I know I, I believe I think I, it would work. I think it would. I think it, you could do this little thing and say, "Listen, they're going to be doing a documentary on used car wars." Yeah. And the Discovery Channel's picking us up. I even dressed up as uh, what's that guy? Halloween. Oh, oh, Tiger King. I even yeah. dressed up as the Tiger King once, yeah. and people were fooled. Yeah. And you know the, the car dealership down a lot. They heard about me, and they're they're going to do a series on us. So I'll pay you back. Yeah. See, there you go. There's your whole story, yeah, Justin. He, get on it. You need a thousand dollars to get a, a new suit for for the <laughs> yeah. meetings. Yeah, yeah. But you can't access your money because yeah. of, you know. Well, it's all tied up right now. Fam all our money's going towards this family feud. It's a, the Hatfield McCoy's all over again. Yeah. I like where we're going with this. Yeah. We can video it. Tell you what, we'll. Yeah. Joe and I'll dress up as videographers, and uh, and we'll we'll pretend we're the camera crew doing the documentary on the t the feud. Hey, I, I think my parents still have the old VHS camcorder. Nice. I uh, we won't turn it on or anything, but I'll just carry it around because yeah. it's big enough to look like a professional camera. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Have like the old it. waste battery pack. And, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, and I'll run around with one of those microphones and just hold yeah. it around you and be like, no, no, really, we work for Discovery. This is a pilot project, yeah, and yeah. The only thing is, Dave, make sure you take the end of the broom off of the handle before you yeah. start putting the mic on it. I said, because it yeah. kind of look bad as the boom mic on one end and the yep. broom on the bottom of it. There's videos on YouTube where they get somebody to kind of look like a celebrity and do a look-alike with a camera crew and some bodyguards mm -hmm. at them and yeah, just yeah. walk through L.A. and people will come up and get selfies and autographs. And everything. Just if you have like the people around you to kind of make it look like yeah, make it look legit. Huge yeah, celebrity. People are totally fooled by it. Well, I mean, honestly, I've never seen an actor up close, so I'd have no idea. Right. I mean, if you look close to Brad Pitt or looked like him a lot, then you yeah. know, okay. Maybe he's not that handsome in person. Maybe the camera does take away 20 yeah. pounds. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe he's doing looking like that for a new role or something. Yeah. There you go. So, so, Justin, are you in? Yep. All right. Okay. So let's let's talk about the third lady. We've we've talked about yeah. Fill us in. Okay. Yeah. We we've talked about Pernilia and uh, Cecilia, uh, Sicily. Let's talk about the hero in this story. Okay. The lady that kind of just grabbed grabbed him where it counts and said, "Here, this is how we're going to play this." So Aileen enters the picture again. Uh, we, so we get towards the end of the movie there and. 
Uh, all of a sudden, Aileen shows up in the picture. Now, is she part of the GoFundMe as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah, all three of them are together on this one. And it's up to eight, 180,000 euro out of 600,000. And literally uh, had somebody donate 80 euro three hours ago. Wow. It said, just watch the documentary. It really touched me. I feel for you, and I hope you'll get all the help you can. Hugs from Sweden. So, yeah, Aileen. I just got to throw it out there real quick. Five okay. months for basically financially ruining somebody. That just doesn't seem to. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Seems too light. Go on, Joe. Go on. <laughs> so, Aileen shows up, and the news, the news breaks that... Simon is a scoundrel and, and just a bad person of society. A waste of good air. Hmm. <laughs> and and she goes, wait, that's my boyfriend. So then uh, she starts questioning Simon about it. And it's all bogus, lies, blah, 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 blah. So, so she goes, you know what? I'm not going to be a complete victim on this. I'm going to try to get my money back. So she she tries so she turns the tables on Simon, oh and and she's so she starts talking him up and all that and then she goes and says well let's I, I want to come back to your place and we can we can spend the night and talk and all that so because he says he's out of money but she said I'm not sending you any more money she said but what I will do <clears throat> she said I will sell your clothes online and help get you some of this money back he goes. Bloody brilliant! <laughs> oh my god! So she takes three suitcases, suitcases yes, like full of Gucci and and whatever high dollar uh, clothing he has, and takes it with her. So she just starts eat selling the stuff online, just boom, 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 boom. Then he figures out that he that she swindled him. Yeah. So then he starts sending all these hate messages yeah. of. You're going to get what's coming to you, blah blah blah. And then he called her back later, "Honey, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean any of that. And, and please how, help me." Hold on, and, how much did she give him? Do we know? Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, it was hundreds of thousands, like the rest of them. So she's not going to get her money back. No. So I think she didn't swindle 20, him. She just made well, got a little retribution. Yeah. yeah. But which you could tell she was enjoying. Oh she, yeah. The smile on her face when, when yeah. that uh, sale came through. She's like, yeah. For you, yeah. Simon, yeah. whatever your name is. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for it to flip off the camera. I was just waiting. I was like, come on, do it. You she got him arrested, too. Yeah, yeah, she was the one that helped get him arrested. She uh, gave the, a tip to the airport, gave him a heads up that he's going to be... Flying out of this airport to yeah. this area. Mm-hmm. And literally, as soon as he got off the plane, the police, uh, the, the police were there waiting on him. So literally, as they were interviewing Aileen, her phone dings. And during the interview, she looks down her phone and she goes, Ha! She said, I just sold another shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, because these shirts he buys are like $300 t-shirts and stuff, so you'll get some money back. Which I, I cannot understand the point of buying a $300 t-shirt, shirt, but that's just... Well, he's got to represent that lavish lifestyle. That's I how don't he sells care. It. I tell you what, if I, if I won the lottery tomorrow and won like $200 million, I guarantee you would not find a shirt in my closet worth $300. Ever. One of the girls know. might be a retro shirt, Joe. But I didn't pay three hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, I agree. Yeah, okay. <laughs> One of the girls was like, "You gotta give me some money back." I think it's the first girl. Or he gives her a watch, like you'll the be second upon, girl. Yeah, you'll be out upon this for like fifty thousand dollars, and she goes in. They're like, "This is a fake watch." Yeah, Pernilia. 
Just giving her a knockoff, like Rolex. Just to kick the can down the road a little bit longer. Yeah, because Cicely, he, he sent her a, a watch, or a check that was useless. So, just to clarify here, he was ordered 15 months. He served five. He's also ordered to pay his victims 4300000 back, and he had a fine of 5700 He had previously served two years in a Finnish prison in 2015 after being charged for defrauding three different women. And also reportedly forced to flee his home country of Israel in 2011 to avoid fraud-related offenses he committed in his early 20s. Hmm. Hmm. So he's just a career... Oh, yeah. I mean, I just... Gosh. I feel bad for these poor girls, and I feel really bad for their parents, because the parents got to be like, time out. I raised you better than this. I, w- I would have loved to have heard an interview with their parents... Just to see what their take was like. Did yeah. did, did was there any red flags on their part, or was like they just going along for the ride with their daughters? Was like, oh yeah, he's so wonderful and blah 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 blah. Because because we find out that he has been to all of their parents' houses and knows where they all live. And so when so when they cut the the money line off of it, he goes, you know, basically threatens them to be like you will get what's coming to you and and you know I know where all of you live and your family and all that and, and I'm going yeah he's full of crap but on the flip side of that coin it's like <laughs> okay I'm like I would love to have found out what yeah. the, the parents thought I wonder if any of their parents are like listen I raised you and yeah you're not this isn't your lifestyle and this is all baloney I mean yeah. somebody one of the, cause you got let's just assume six parents right two for each Right. Let's just assume one out of six of them had to say, "Time out. This is not real. You're not princess material. You know, you did. You don't go to these lavish lifestyle events and right. You know, this is the fairy tale and it just doesn't happen. You know, because there's always a negative nanny somewhere. You know, you always hear the war stories of the the in law that just hates you to death or you know your parent just doesn't support you no matter what you do. Right. Surely one of these three ladies had that parent. I bet they're like, oh yeah, you just watch this. And then <laughs> three months later, damn it. <laughs> you're right, Dan. Yeah, you're right. I, as Sheldon would say, I informed you thusly. Yeah. I informed you thusly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah, a I trap. Mean, <laughs> he's just like, uh, send me your passport picture. Like, dude, that just handed right over to him. Basically. Yeah. Send it to someone you just recently met. All your passport information. Yeah, yeah. Cena and I, Cena and I, we've been married for almost twelve years, <laughs> and I guarantee you, if I text her and said, "Hey, send me a picture of your driver's license," I will at least get a text of why. Oh not, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So I, I guess that's kind of, I guess we're looking from the perspective, of, uh, I, where we all grew up here in West Virginia, we was always kind of raised to be kind of skeptical of things. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. So I, I think that might be why. Well, we're kind of scoffing at it a little bit. It's like, hold on, time out. You can't tell me that none of there was no, like, hey, that something's not right, even when your first date involves your date's baby's mama. Mm. Now, here's one thing that bothers me. Did you guys see the photo of the two Cecilia and Pernelia in Greece? Where at? Uh, are you on the documentary, or are you talking about in, on, like, Instagram? It, no, it's on there. Twenty-three intriguing facts about that. There's a photo. Let me see if I can. Let me share this. We're all in a computer deal. 
See, that's what so, I'm saying. Well, hold on. So okay. Let me show you where this is going in my mind. Okay. They're sharing a photo of them in Greece in this beautiful pool area where they're obviously in a private area. Right. At the same time, they have a GoFundMe. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. that they're Support us in our GoFundMe so we can take a beautiful vacation well, in Greece. If you, if you go to their Instagram feeds, that's what I'm saying. That their Instagram feeds, I don't know if it's because where they've traveled for the, the documentary or what, but something's something's not right yeah i mean i just i have trouble with that that's what i'm saying i think like i'd almost feel sorry for him and say yeah donate some money but not when you see crap like this well i think that that's where i'm going with i think that's why he went after these type of women because he thought they kind of would would fall in line with this upscale lifestyle or present themselves as within Ooh. an upscale lifestyle. The first comment on this one does not look like they are bankrupted. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, Diana Ouch. Junkman. Ouch. And then Hugo Rival says, ah, this is where the fundraising went. Yeah. And then the third comment, if they have money to go on vacation, they're not bankrupt. Are we sure that picture is from after they got and then, swindled yeah this is their vacation yeah, they took together because yeah, i'm close I'm, friends now. i'm on their instagrams and mm. it says poor suffering ladies <laughs> <laughs> so i'm glad it's just not me that's skeptical of that picture because yeah. when i see crap like that i don't feel sorry for them yeah when i heard about the gofundme i was just shaking my head like man i could see it if they were like super struggling you know and like the one lady's living with her mom and mm -hmm. and i'm not saying they shouldn't go on vacation but i mean this looks like it's one of those resorts that there's nobody else in the picture and yeah. you know super nice pool and like i'm sure they're, they're on one of those vacations like we'd say for 20 that's like a you'd get old and retire and go on vacation now i'm pretty sure old and retired people aren't allowed here <laughs> well it's like it's one of those like you can't like it's 2000 a night to go yeah yeah like here in west virginia you're, you're not going to you can't afford it with three kids and be going mm, doing yeah. that kind of yeah stuff. one point in the documentary he had He's got like the big suite. It was like five thousand a night. Yes. Yeah. He's using that other girl's money. And I'm thinking, if so I'm gonna spend five thousand a night, if, if, if I'm gonna spend five thousand dollars a night, there literally be be somebody there like the whole time. Like I don't even have to get out of bed. So, like you want something to eat? I'll go get it. Don't even like you don't even have to call for room service. There yeah. better be somebody like will like even change the channels on the TV. If I'm gonna spend that kind of money, like it better be something nice, not because it has a pool, my own pool in the back. I, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I want to feel sorry for him, but I don't. <laughs> I can kind of see how, you know, it just what doesn't compute sometimes. People that it wouldn't cross your mind that, I mean, obviously he's got all this lavish stuff. So how how else could it be? Like the the whole pyramid scheme scheme doesn't cross people's minds usually. Well, I have a different question now, actually. Yeah. So. We're talking about the issues with the people involved and what we would have done differently or the red flags we would have seen. But are, how do we rank this as a movie? Are we ranking this based off of like how well the documentary was done? Yeah, I, I think so. Or well, whether we agree that. or disagree with the story? I don't think I, I don't think you could base it off of that. Because I was thinking of my ratings, and you look at the high ratings it has, I wonder if the people rated it if they were just like, yeah, this is an interesting story, so it's a good story to tell. And therefore, I liked it, or if it was based off of like the cinematography, or you know how it was presented and the camera yeah. work. And well, we kind of had a similar issue with. Hold on, hold on. The push. 
Yeah, and here's my other question. Mm -hmm. It shows like a photo of them walking out the first uh, Cecilia on the first date of the baby mama, the baby. Who was videoing that? I assume uh, Simon was because you don't see him in the shot. You see, you so see he's her, just, you see the baby mama, and you see this bodyguard. Well, I'm saying I wonder if that was like a remake or is that actual footage? That was actual footage. Huh. How did they get that from Simon? Uh, just, it's out there for on the internet, maybe. It's like, know. Hey, we're you know what I mean? Or there's just a lot of yeah, stuff like it's that. out there for public. Anybody and like him with it? the second lady on the boat with the model, that was her taking that, I think. Yeah, some stuff, I think. It's a lot of video to be pieced together. He's just showing off, so you yeah. can just pull it off the internet because he's got it out there for everyone to see. Hmm. Okay. Um, we had a similar thing with the push where we're like, we don't agree with what yeah. he did to these people, but yeah, it was like one of those things, I think we had said like... The concept was so interesting. We, I want to give him a small on um, what he did, but... At the same time, man. Gosh. Entertaining. Yeah. It's I like, don't I don't want to support him, but I also was entertained. Well, what are you guys thinking? Do you have a, a rating in mind? I do, but I, I don't want to. I want to hear you guys. I, I don't want to. Oh, uh, Joe, playing it safe? Joe, is this guy just a total piece of work, or do you kind of admire his Not at all what I thought puzzle. you were going to say. <laughs> do you, do you, Ooh, do so hold on. Yeah, yeah. yeah this okay. is, I, so I agree with your other. question. So, Joe, okay. do you give him some sort of morality score? No. If I was going is he a on, scoundrel? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Hold uh, on. Even I'm though the base... women willingly gave him the money, is he a scoundrel? Do you tip your hat to him just a little? <sighs> this is a good moral dilemma for Joe. Yeah. That, that is tough. You, Hold on. What scene is it? A thing? little bit impressed by his scheme. She... she she was right in line with the rest of us. Like, how would they? How could they? This not have thrown any red flags. Because flag? yeah. what I can't get around is, okay, if he was a billionaire, <clears throat> and if he did have all these issues going on, you can't tell me that his only option of getting money around untraced was like just picking some random girl. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you can't pay people to figure out a way to funnel well, it. We were talking untraced. before the show. I was like, he's a diamond guy. Take some diamonds and. Do a backhanded deal to somebody that you know in the business. Exactly. Hey, I'm going to sell you these diamonds for half price, but it's cash. Exactly. Just like you said when we right before the show. It's yeah. Like, why didn't they do that? Now, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I would ask them. Like, sell some diamonds or give me some diamonds, you know, and then I'll I'll get you a credit card, but I want the diamonds in my hand because you know, hey, we're boyfriend and girlfriend, but pfft, you know, one flight with your baby mama and baby doesn't make us a trusting right. couple here. Yeah, it plays to their like kind-heartedness i guess and their, their desire to help their boyfriend who they love you know <laughs> he plays uh, into that it's like well i've got to help my boyfriend i care about him he's in trouble yeah i like too when his bodyguard's getting beat up he stops to take pictures yeah trouble peter's hurt yeah really she's your first thing first call well, I mean, he was in the ambulance at that point, so I mean, I uh, guess he had pictures time. of him like in an alley somewhere first, and then the ambulance. Well, that well, by the time he sent him, he was already in the ambulance. But I'm just saying, ooh, hey, you got conked in the head. Let me take a picture of you. Didn't one of the girls Flip claim it? that she got beat up? Yeah, after the fact. Yeah. What was that? The second? I think so. Yeah, that showed her the black eye. I'll never remember these names. I just Who? Can't. That was Pernelia. Who beat her okay. up? 
some guy. She claims she got beat up, which makes you think Simon had something to do with it. But, but we don't know. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, let's rate this puppy up. Okay. So, so well, the question was, do, you, do I give him a tip of the hat? Yeah. On Any moral dilemmas for you, Jeff? What don't don't get me wrong. What he did was absolutely wrong, and he he should be uh, he should be uh, forced to just live in a room with nothing but a floor covered in Legos for the rest of his life. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, but for him to be able to do it for this long, I mean, not saying it's right, but it's kind of impressive. Like. He was able to do it for this long, and to get that much money willingly out of these women—it's just—it's just unfathomable. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely getting to see the world on other people's dimes. So. Yeah. I mean, like every week he's in a different country. So. Well, and it just my whole thought is, okay, if he's doing doing this to the, let's say three, four women at a time, how in the world he's able to? keep all that on track and keep all these women's stories straight and their lives all figured out because even one of the ladies said that you know he knew everything he was perfect he he remembered everything i'm like time out i'm far from perfect and i forget stuff of my own life with my own wife and i'm going is that not a red flag gear that that knucklehead didn't forget anything like that's not possible right so how in the world he was able to keep all these stories straight and never foul it up and not and none of them threw up a red flag or like there wasn't any type of text or phone call or anything that goes that raised any level of suspicion until it was too late. Yeah. Just boggles my mind. Yeah. I'm kinda of impressed. It seems like he has like some sort of feel as to when he knows he's got somebody on the hook and is able to do his whole routine where he I don't know. I just impressed that he's able to like. It's what con man's to, do. To figure it out and to like get somebody like okay now I've got them in the place where they're in, yeah basically can, in love with me or whatever. I can reel them in. Yeah. It's well, it's crazy. it's like it's like the push. You just do it a little at a time, and and you build that level of trust, and then so he then would it do things like just show up in Oslo, say hey I just got off the plane to come see you and surprise you like, and she's like oh that was so sweet that he. Came just to see me. Yeah. It's like he's so he's investing some money back in. Yeah, he's investing even these to like keep it going and to make someone more and more into him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The work that you had to do to yeah. keep this con up is just well, mind blowing. Worth it to travel all over Europe and lavish jets and yeah. hotels. Yeah. Yeah, but how did do he some not, work, man? Yeah, but how did he not screw up and like? He might have, like, and they just overlooked it. I mean, you know, this is the same lady, and I'll go back to Cecilia, the same lady that went on her first date with him on a private plane with his baby mama. Okay, case and closed. baby. I mean, come on. Because I'm going. How could you not land in the wrong? How do you not ask this? details and be like, "Oh, we're going on a plane. Who's going with us? Oh, your baby mama and baby. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about that deal." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I'll pass and wait till it's just you and I. Yeah. No, no, no. We're going to go hook up in a hotel room beside your baby mama, baby. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, come on. But I'm just thinking how... The allure of the private jet. I guess. You know, that's what she said. She's like, I've never done that before. Yeah. Don't want to miss out. My friends are idiots. Of course I'm going to jump at this situation. Well, you know what? I've never peed on an electric fence either, but I doubt I'm going to do that either. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so let's rake this baby. All right. You're first. Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, here's the hard part. It's it's a very intriguing story. Now, I don't have much uh, in the way of feeling sorry for the ladies, especially with their Greek uh, vacation photo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and according to your all, to Joe's uh, lavish Instagram posts. Uh, and, you know, here's my other thing. On Tinder, if you ran across that lady, like, oh, she's one of the ones that got swindled by the Tinder swindler. Right up my alley. <laughs> Heck, yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm torn because it is an interesting story. I think I will recommend somebody to watch this, just because it's like soap opera drama, but it real it happened. Yes. Uh, which it, yeah. is weird because I'm not turned at all towards like the um, uh, Kardashians or uh, what's the Lion King guy. Tiger, whatever his name is. Oh, Tiger King. The when Tiger. You said, when you said Lion King, I'm yeah, thinking James Earl Jones, and yeah. I'm like, what's nah, James Earl Jones nah, have nah. to do with anything? But you know, like the Tiger King, I'm not interested in their stupid stories at right. all. Mm-hmm. This one just amazes me because I feel sorry for the ladies that fell for it, and I feel like they're they're victims, but they also didn't help themselves a bit. Right. Um, <clears throat> and I thought it was well made, though. You know, they did a good job. I didn't get lost in the story. None of it was super confusing or confusing at all. It was all laid out pretty well, so the director and the crew did a good job. Um, it's one of those movies or documentaries that it's just crazy enough that it could be the perfect movie. Yeah. Because when you hear it, it's like, okay, there's no possible way this is a documentary, and you're right. going, oh, crap, it is. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of weird. It's you, you guys remember the Blair Witch Project? Yes. So, I mean, yep. stuff can be made like that, and it really freak you out. But um, So on that note, I'm going to say a large... Based off of, it is an interesting story. It's not as outlandish as like the Tiger King or trying to watch a reality show, you know, where you kind of know the plot. This is just a well-made documentary that they had collaboration with the victims. Yes. So therefore, a four. Not a four, shoot. A large popcorn. Large popcorn, there you go. Got confused on what, what I was supposed to Checking the runtime. It is almost two hours. But yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the, hard to find something that isn't nowadays. Like. Yeah, the, the first 20 minutes are a little slow, but then once it starts taking off, it's like you're in for the ride. Yeah. It, it, it has that kind of slow <clears throat> burn at the beginning. And, but but it's a slow burn to where, like, they don't drag out the story because yeah. my short attention span can't stand that kind of stuff. I like how they did so, the texts. Yeah, so yeah, so the whole text. yeah, it was inter- it kept my attention. Yeah. So that was a biggie for me, right, right, right there. Because like, okay, if you can keep my short attention span going, you're doing something. Yeah, <laughs> I just I think as a documentary, this is a good solid, you know, large bucket of cop- popcorn. They do a good job of like giving you those shots where it's like you're seeing inside the phone, basically. Like you can yeah. see the messages and all the stuff. So they, they did a pretty good job with that yeah. part. Yeah. And like I say, the video they dug up of like them, the one that sticks in my head is walking out the airport with baby mama and baby and her and apparently taken by Simon's or yeah, Simon. Yeah. Simon. And, uh, you know, having that real image, right? which apparently I wasn't sure. I was questioning whether that was real or remade, but I'm going to go with you guys and saying it's real. So having those instances really, you know, made it nice. Oh, remember when she <coughs> turned in all the, Basically, all the information on our phone to the uh, law enforcement or investigators or whatever, and they said... Yeah, the, the journalists. There were 400 pages of text messages on this. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens. texting. So, Justin, rate this baby up. Let's see where we're at and let's see if we can sway Joe. <laughs> mm. 
Well, I, I agree with you, Dave, that maybe the, the story wasn't, like, super complicated or anything. I mean, there were some twists and turns, but um, for me, it kept me entertained, and I'm going to go for a large. All right, Joseph? <clears throat> All right, so guys, I... Also, one other thing. It, I think it, it did a pretty decent job of, even if the average person would say, yeah, you, but you don't loan tens of thousands of dollars to somebody. I think they at least, like, did a pretty good job of showing the background as to how something like yeah. that might possibly kind of justifying how it happens. Showing like the steps that he took to get her, like this first girl, handing over that much money. Because when you first hear the about this movie, you're like, doesn't make sense. Who would just you know, mm. give money? But then right. It shows like the steps he takes. I, I listened to her though, and she seems like a genuinely nice person. And she was just, you know, what it got me was they showed the, the clips of Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. You know, showed those little cartoon clips that she's talking about. Well, you know, all I ever wanted since I was little was to be a princess. Mm-hmm. And it fell in my lap. Yeah. And I wanted bad to scream, you idiot. <laughs> but I could see where she was just starstruck. Yeah. yeah. Totally starstruck. And it was just like, how could this possibly happen to me? But it is. I'm getting on a private plane. You know, so that's kind of sealed the deal. That first private plane ride with baby mom and baby. That's all it took to get her to buy in. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, anyway. once you're, she's bought in. Yeah, then she's no in. question anything. Everything yeah. he tells her yeah. is real. Like, yeah, she's I re- mean, reached a point of no return. I just, uh, I feel bad for her because now she's the lady that got swindled, jumped on a private plane, had sex with this guy on the first night, and then he dropped her back off. And... That's who she is? Yeah. A knucklehead huzzy that, you know, does the dirty on the first date and then gives him a bunch of money for it. Wow. That's a rough sum up. <laughs> and I feel bad for her. But, I mean, in reality. And then ask the other people to pay, pay her. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And then GoFundMe so I can go on vacations with the other victim in Greece. Well, okay. So it's funny that you say that because literally that was the first thing seen to picked up on was like, really? She did the nasty ride on the first date. That's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> what kind of guy, you know, what kind of morals does he have if he picks up a chick on Tinder, flies her to wherever, and then says, hey, by the way, we're staying in the same room. And uh, baby mama and baby are next door, but don't let that bother you. Yeah, don't let that stop you. I, you know, I just, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Again, oh, it's just, I'm just going to stay the front. I've never had any of those dates. It blows my mind that that's how it could really go down. Well, maybe because we can't afford it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And probably because I'm not pretty enough. Well, you don't have a private jet. And I'm That's not, the truth. And I'm not pretty enough. If you had the private jet, Dave, you might have a chance. This sold deal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what young people do on Tinder now. I don't know. I just, that's what I'm saying. All right. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. Rake <laughs> this baby up. What do you got? Okay. So last week, Justin, I know I told you, I told both you guys that I was excited about this one. I had high hopes mm-hmm. on it. And, yeah. and I, I set the bar very high on this documentary. Yeah. And I have to say, it held up all the way through for all the, all the reasons we already discussed. Very, very well done. Uh, kept my attention the entire time. And that twist at the end with Aileen, that, that was a deal on me. That was like, oh, man, I, I just, when I thought the movie was over with, boom, there's another 45 minutes of, of, of film left, and there was still, still kept my attention for a two-hour documentary. Yeah. Well done. So, guys, this is going to be one of the rare movies that we all agree on. So, this movie, The Tender Swindler, is getting a certified large. 
Really? Yes. I see that, though. I mean, like I said, it's well-made. It's interesting. It's just crazy enough. It's like you question, like, there's no possible way this is a documentary. This would be a perfect Hollywood script. And I tell you guys right now, if somebody takes this and makes movie rights out of it, I'm buying a ticket. If you guys want, if we all want to go together and watch it, I'm in. I'm in on that idea, but I'm definitely buying a ticket if they make this a mo- an actual movie. Yeah, but, the Netflix documentary department is pretty uh, sleek. It seems yes. like they do a pretty good job of. Okay, so turning these things out. So, th- so here's something: if they do make this a movie, consider considering the cast of characters, the the three victims and Simon. Is there any name or actor or actress? I think they already in? did make this, and it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, okay. Catch yeah, me if catch you me can. can. I'd like to see Leo in this. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, could you see Leo as Simon? Or, or who do you think you'd like to see in those roles? I, I mean, honestly, though, it Simon. has to be a European, I guess, to make it match up. But mm-hmm. oh. Or the, the, the American version. Yeah, the, the American version. In America. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Is there anybody that you would think you could... You would like to see a, a movie based off this documentary and, and have a certain person star in it? There's probably somebody that would be perfect that I just... I mean, I think of like a younger Antonio Banderas or a... A younger Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, well, he yeah, that was him in... Uh, what was that movie? With uh, Renee... No, not Renee Zellweger, but... Uh, in the 007 movies? No, no, no. He did one where he was... Uh, the Thomas Crown Affair. Okay. You guys familiar with that? No. No. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't think know. I'm almost picturing a James Franco or Yeah, of... gosh, yeah. Okay. Or uh what's uh his buddy in Zach Efron? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, he could swindle. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty. Shine those baby blues on you. Yep. All right, so Hollywood, you heard it here first. So, uh, uh, message us for where you can send a royalty checks for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so help me if they do make us a movie and Zach Efron's in. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I will become a keyboard warrior on Twitter on that. All right. So, certified large for the yeah, tender right. swindler. Yep. It's a good, good call, Justin. Yeah, as usual, you're going outside the box and pulling in something that's not the normal, you know, hey, been there, watched that movie? Yep. Knocked it out of the park. Plenty to talk about with that one, I thought. Uh, We talked, uh, where are we at now? We're at an hour and 18 minutes. Wow. And it flew by. I just happened to glance at the computer program. I was like, oh, man, we're already. It's been that long yet? Wow. We're over now. I'm I'm looking forward to the next pick. I'm I'm curious, and I'm looking forward to. Yeah, Dane has a pretty big. it's episode Spot 50. to fill on this one. Yeah, I got, a, I got 50, a big list. Com, coming off a big hit like this, Dave, you've episode got... Episode 50 has to be... you got an uphill battle here, buddy. Special. I don't think I do. <laughs> All right, so I'll give you some choices. All right. We can do a movie version of this one, The Thomas Crown Affair, which I think plays into this movie, or we can go off script and do something else. Well, let me see if The Thomas Crown Affair is even available. Okay. Never heard of it, which intrigues me. Is it older? Yeah. Okay. Thomas yeah, Crown it's Affair? it's available on Pluto, Tubi. Hmm. And the other direction we would go, can we get a little bit of hint of where? Oh uh, man. Now hold on, hold on. I need to see which one it is because 
I need to see if it's the Pierce Brosnan or the Steve McQueen version. Pierce Brosnan. Well, what's available yeah. online is what I'm getting. Right, right now I'm just saying that's the one you want before. Okay. We could go all crazy and go Clockwork Orange. Have you guys seen uh, Saving Private Ryan? No, but I've always wanted to. Yep. What do you think, Justin? Would that be an appropriate 50th episode? Yeah, that's a classic. Dude, it's it hurts. Depending on how you watch it. Okay, yeah, it is on Pluto. Okay, let me look up Saving Private Ryan. That's a classic. Now, I'm only pulling Saving Private Ryan out just because it's one of those emotional deals that just make you question it. Okay, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan's on Amazon Prime. Hmm. So, so far, uh, both... And here's the real kicker. I'd like to pull out one of my all-time favorites, but they're just not available. Well, what is it, real quick? And we Stroke or Ace. I'd pull out Stroke or Ace in a hurry. Okay, hold on. Let me look it up here. Not a huge deal to pay three bucks to rent something yeah. for the show. Stream. Doesn't always have to be. Uh, yeah, it's only... Uh, no, wait a minute. Let me try this. Yeah, it's still rental only. Four bucks, three ninety nine. Yep. You can rent it for three ninety nine, or you can buy it for five ninety nine. <coughs> Burke Reynolds. Oh yeah, and his wife, uh, Sally Struthers. No, not Sally Struthers. What's his wife's name? Has Jim Neighbors in it? Yep. Have you guys seen? Uh, there's a Tom Cruise movie where he's a NASCAR driver. Days of Thunder. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. Somebody recommend that to me. Yeah, that's a good one. That's on HBO Max. Ooh, Amazon even has Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump would be a good 50th one. Have you guys seen it? <sighs> Multiple times. Okay, I don't Classic. think. If we've seen it, I don't know. Yeah, if we've all seen it, maybe not. Well, I don't know. We, we usually... Those are the, inter the interesting ones to do because we've seen them all and then go back and, and look at it from an analytical yeah. view. I'm definitely coming away. I'd say mop bucket on that one, though. So. Yeah. I already know I'm gonna. That, that that's one of those. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's like my pick with Tommy Boy. It's one of those hard to watch from an analytical view. Yeah, it's on my list too. So I mean, it's man, they got a bunch point. of. Good, how about Napoleon Dynamite? Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, they have Liar Liar and uh, Walk the Line on Amazon right now. Man, they are really Amazon. Really yeah, we'll, we'll Molly's game is Molly's game available? Molly's game. Mm -hmm. Some point we got to do a. Uh, oh, what's his name? Jim Carrey movie at some point maybe throw it in there uh, rental only crap oh wait a minute hold on hold 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 on I'm do you think yeah. Cena would like Saving Private Ride she Prob like probably horror movies well it's got Tom Hanks so. and they got oh, October yeah. they have October Sky as well that's my bucket for days and Spaceballs yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to read Weekend at Bernie's. I've never seen Big Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, October Sky, that's like top five for me. Maybe. Now, there there would be an interesting category for us to do. West Virginia movies, Mothman Prophecies, October Sky. Um, we Are Marshall. We Are Marshall. <laughs> and there was some others. There was... 
Have you guys I... seen A Star is Born? Yep. Pretty decent, I thought. Yeah. I've not seen it. Wrong Turn, that was another one I was thinking oh, of. West yeah. Virginia movie. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen that one. I need to see Wrong Turn. Okay, oh, so what, are we, what are we saying here? I'm kind of, I'm not feeling Saving Private Ryan just because it's such a gory, grisly, long, yeah. heartfelt movie. Thomas Crown? Yeah, can we do Thomas Crown? That's fine me. Hold on, let me see. I like Pierce. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Thomas Crown Affair it is. All oh, right. Wild Wonderful Whites <clears throat> of West Virginia, Justin. There we go. That that would top our top five West Virginia. What flicks. is it? The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Oh, Jessica White? Yep. Yep. Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah, so we could do Wild and Wonderful Whites, Wrong Turn, October Sky. I like it. There's our new Mothman thing. Prophecies. There's a category. Five movies right there. <laughs> no Stroke or Ace. What a bummer. Wait till they come out with like the 30th an or the 40th anniversary or whatever, and they'll, yeah. they'll bring it back out or something. Hmm. Okay. Well, this one went long. Let's wrap it up. All right. So for more news and reviews and information, go to our website, beentherewatchthat.com. Follow us on social media at btwtpod for all that, and leave us a comment or review and let us know if we were spot on on some of these movies. Or if we completely missed the mark, and was Howard the Duck really that bad that it deserved Dave just dumping on it and just wishing it was never made? Oh, trust me, I'm not alone in this sentiment. <laughs> so be sure to and send us what what you think would be a good movie to review. We'll add it to our list, and uh, when we do a fans pick, we'll just do a new random generator and and see what's available, and we'll add that to the list. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Been there, watch that. We're on all the major platforms, and all of our episodes are hosted by Anchor.fm. Yep. All right. Well, we've been there. We watched that, and this one, we've been there and watched it for an hour and 25 minutes on documentary. So good job, Justin. And uh, we'll be back for our 50th show next week, so be sure and join us for myself, Joe, and Justin. Everybody have a great week. <laughs>